With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hey, Click This fans, want to get closer to the show than ever? Join Click This TV. Click This TV offers early commercial-free access to wrestling's hottest podcast, plus live audience tapings of their show every friggin' week, and your chance to participate with Kevin and Sean in the monthly Nash and Friends watch-along show. Head to clickthistv.com now and get inside the show that's just too sweet. Contained mature language and adult discussions. I'm fanning myself with, um, this is the, uh, click this, the Kevin Nash podcast, by the way. If you're looking for something else, you're lost. I'm, I'm fanning myself, Kevin, with my prescription for Wagovi. It's come to this. It's come to this. This is how I will be losing weight. By jabbing myself with a needle once a week in the stomach. Well, I don't do that, but I jam myself with a needle once a week. But you have self-control, and you're able to control your eating. It got so restrictive between the the triglycerides and the and the and the carbohydrates, and then you know the the meat for for the diverticulitis, and the, which I haven't had any flare-ups or anything, but still I try to moderate it. And then you know I'm done. My doctor telling me I got to lose thirty-five pounds. I went to my doctor. I said, listen. I got to try this. It's the trend. I bucked the trend for long enough. Make this easy. Make me stop eating. Make me stop killing before I kill again. Make me stop eating 3,000 goddamn calories a day. So this is the magic. Have you ever tried weighing your food? Who has time for this? Well, I do. There is a food scale. I don't know. I, I, I think fucking... Uh, you know, 
taking something that they 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 wouldn't give Bruce Bannon yet is not exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> I know this is all very new. Right? I try to avoid it for this reason. And you know what? My first. What are the side effects? Um. All right. Well, do you, do what, what mean, we know of is what, what, okay. Con, const, all right. So constipation. Well, I won't put any weight on. Um. <laughs> you're backing you up a little John, bit. You got the John Wayne 40, 40 pound colon carrying around. <laughs> Exactly. 11 cinder blocks in your stomach. So you could have a little bit of the constipation, uh, vomiting, vomiting. Um, that'll, that'll trim you down. You know, he did mention something about tearing in the colon or stomach. Uh, they he briefly mentioned it, which to me means very small percentage of the public would be dealing with this. Jesus Christ. But uh, I was, I had always. My knee-jerk reaction was always, oh, you know, well, you can't go on a diet. These bitches can't go on a diet. Everybody in Hollywood goes on fucking Wagovi or Ozempic. Leave, leave it for the diabetics. They're using it all up. Leave it for the, you know what? I have, I capitulated. I caved. I will let you know my progress on air live here. Maybe I'll give myself the first shot. I'm, I'm reading here. Steve just put up. It's oh boy. One Nausea, one diarrhea, vomiting, constipation, abdominal pain, headache, tiredness, upset stomach, dizziness, feeling bloated, belching, gas, stomach flu, heartburn, runny nose, sore throat. Jeez. This is what I have now or what I'm going to have when you're I, gonna when gonna I have. this? Oh, okay. Oh, these, these side effects, let's see how much your pancreas. More serious side effects such as thyroid <laughs> cancer, inflammation, pancreat pancreatitis, gallstones, hypoglycemia. They just they just wouldn't say death. They just weren't going to go that far. I, I always wait for the ad on TV for like headache medicine in the body, which is warning may cause death. You know, just. But I'll be thin. Exactly. Look, I'll be. I'll be dragging ass here i'll be slumped over complaining about my gallstones but i'm gonna look great <sighs> you know uh you need to fucking you need... <laughs> go ahead i need self-control yeah i mean you need i'm fucking, an addict you need to act it out but you don't work it out you don't do anything i did uh all right I'm not, not going to bore anybody any further. This is the Kevin Ash podcast. Um, speaking of which, I think uh, the folks at Columbia reached out to you after your Scarface impression last week, and I think you might be. Oh, so this is your rebuttal for you fucking having no no selfish stuff. Uh, this is the medical portion of the show. Uh, this is for this is your rebuttal to me having skin cancer and having my face jacked open. We have, I didn't know when to bring it up. This seemed we, as good a time. Yeah, when you were trying to fucking shield some heat off of your fucking undisciplined self. Moving it away, exactly. Yeah, it didn't work that way. My scar. How are will, you feeling? My scar will. I'm fine. I don't have. I'm not bloated. I don't have a fucking headache. I got to fucking cut my face, which will fucking heal. Just like every, just like the thirty-three other ones that I've had around my body. Right. To put me back together, so I'll be fine. But then again, I'm not a cut. I, I am what I eat. <laughs> uh, so let this be a, a disclaimer for everybody. Get your uh, get your skin. Do we have right? the picture of that I gave you to, for? Yes. Let's 
So this, that, tell me that doesn't look about as good. So I, I, I go in this place, and, uh, you know, this is, they, they tell me, they, they go about the procedure. They say they're going to, to make a, a hole, and they're going to make sure they cut around and get all the cancer on the first take. So as I'm sitting there with my, I've got, I'm laying on this, this table, in comes this, this crew that says Augusta Ground Crew, and they've got that fucking round thing where they change the holes on the greens. <laughs> they stick that motherfucker on my face. <laughs> I'm just like, so then he, he, he pulls it away, and I can smell their, their, their cauterizing my fucking skin. I can smell my the skin salt, burning. The sulfur. Yeah. Yes, you know, just like, like. So they pull back and they, you know, they show me this this wound, and then he ta- he, ta- he takes a pin and makes this fucking uh, crucifix on my face. Well, what's the more? I thought he drew a compass. Now I don't know why you need no, to know what's northeast with a hole in your face. He was de- de- determining it on the way my the the, the flexibility of my skin. Either they're going to go fucking east, west, or north, south. With the stitches, you mean? They, they pull that fucker so it's not so. It, see, it's 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 a fucking straight gimmick now. Right. But so they 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 cut they you know they cut up, they cut north south on me. So you know, so they they get they fucking sew me up and everything. And then he says, and he hands me a fucking. And then the it, it, the thing it starts off as the every everybody in the 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 waiting room, and there's twenty fucking plus people in this waiting room. Everybody's got some patch on them somewhere that's already been in for round one, and they didn't get it all, so they're waiting to go back in to get more shit cut out. I don't if I would have had more shit than that, I, I don't know if I'd have had a fucking face, you know. Well, but how long before they they're confident that they got it all? Do you have to wait, or they could you have tell to right wait there? For, no, you have to you. They pet, cut you, remove, patch you with a fucking like a gauze pad and some fucking really adhesive tape, and go set you back in, in the room. And then they the, they send it through. They have an onsite pathology, and mm. then they say, no, you, you know you're clear so so for everybody out there that fucking is you know i'm 64 years old and all this damage is when we were kids you know all the all all this skin damage is when we're kids and i religiously and i know you do too sean because we've had this conversation go to a dermatologist every three months and have yourself checked out and you have to and it's like, I know exactly why I have these problems. I've had several things cut off of me. Was the 25 plus years of laying in tanning beds in fucking New Jersey and Pennsylvania and everywhere else that had no sun because we had Monday Night Raw yeah. and there wasn't a, 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 an alternative. It wasn't like spray tans or anything that were effective. And you just, you, and, and, and when the tanning beds first came out, 
remember they were saying how they took the burning rays out of it. It was safer than the sun. That was, I think. Oh, that was their pitch? Yeah, and I think it was the, the the guy that did the ad was the doctor that was was smoking the cigarette back in '55. So, <laughs> camel, the safer alternative. Yeah. So, so 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 he sits there, and the, the lady says, "Give me your give me your uh, right hand." And I said, "Why?" She was to give you the fucking mirrors. You can look at it. I said, "Well, I'm left-handed." I said, can I have it in my left hand? You stupid bitch. Like. <laughs> Does it matter where you hold them? I'm thinking right now that I could yeah, probably. I'm thinking, I'm, thinking the, I'm, thinking the, I'm thinking the left is probably a little bit more effective since it's on the left side of my fucking face and I'm left-handed. <laughs> so now the doctor's in there and he's. Asking me what I do for a living. And he says, um, so uh, what do you do for a living? I says, I'm self-employed. He says, do you do anything physical? I said, no, I got 20-inch arms at 64 years old because I fucking don't do anything physical. I was going to say, is that the one day you didn't have the tank top on down there? No, I didn't. I had a T-shirt on. Right. And he, he, I, said, I said, why? He says, you can't work out for two weeks. I said, why is that? He says, you have a chance of splitting open. Popping the stitches, right? I said, but it's stitched underneath this, then it's glued. So it's stitched underneath. I've got a layer of stitches, not, and then I've got surgical glue on this. This thing will be nothing. This will be a fucking, in six months, this will be a little line, because I, I for some reason, I, you know, I, I heal. I don't. I don't. I don't keloid or. Of course, this will be the one time on my face. It's all the colostrum. Yeah, but um, either that or the loads you've been taking on the face. But yeah. But uh, Kevin, I understand what he said because if you're tensing or, or uh, I asked him this. Yeah. I said, so you're telling me I I, I can't have sexual intercourse. He goes, why? Well, I, I, uh, I said, let me tell you something right now, dude. If it comes down to fucking me training their fucking back and me fucking, I'm in way more of a fucking situation with my blood pressure and sweat fucking than I am working out. Working out, I mean, it's it's controlled. I'm, you know, you fucking, you start to feel that fucking, that, 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 that load fucking rising on the elevator. Fucking, you don't know what you're doing. That's when you fucking wake up and your fucking arms numb and your it's like I, I, I don't give a. It's like when you were a kid, you'd come home to fucking jerk one off and you'd fucking go in the bathroom, you know. And bathroom was at the end of the fucking hallway. You're in a fucking twenty by forty house. Bathroom's probably about four by three. You're sitting in there and you're gonna fucking try to rifle one off, and then you fucking all of a sudden you just kind of like. You kind of come to, and you're like, oh, God, how loud was I? Where did I spray? <laughs> You've got to basically, like, CSI the bathroom before you know, your mom comes back in. Imagine this poor doctor comes into work. She's going to do a couple of procedures, give you the standard, typical, pre-rehearsed speech at the end. 
And there's Kevin with, uh, with, wait a minute. So, so sexual intercourse or doing my back and it, unbelievable. Hey. Well, what did he tell you? Did he tell you that you, you, you cleared for takeoff at least, uh, Oh, he's he, he. It's one of those things where, because everybody else in the other room was night of the living dead. That, the villages sitting there. Yeah, but and the, and the the greatest thing is is they're going on and on about how they would never vote for Biden, and it's a complete like magna fucking. Uh, oh, in the waiting room. In the, in the pep rally, like a pep rally, and I'm just keeping my mouth shut. I'm saying I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. And because I was going to just stand up and go, listen, you fucking ignorant old fucks. You do know that the GOP, their fucking first two moves they're going to fucking put on when it's time to fucking get the, the, the balanced budget. Say goodbye is, to Medicare. It will be, yeah, cut Medicaid, Medicare, and cut your Social Security. So all of you that are in here on your fucking Medicare or Medicaid, guess what? You'll be, you'll be digging this, your fucking skin cancer off of each other with a fucking hot spoon at the, at the fucking villages, and you won't have any, any coin. So they're just so fucking, how can you be that stupid? I don't know. You I guess they even, figured they're grandfathered in maybe, right? No, nobody's grandfathered in. Just got a an alert came across on Twitter that uh, this isn't a joke either. Kevin Spacey just uh, was rushed to the hospital with a heart attack at a film festival. Not that he's been stressed this year at all. Oh fuck, he's had a couple of wins. So hope he's okay. Uh, I wanted to bring up one of the. Th- what companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best in class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit justcapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. I saw a, a news article about uh, they were celebrating a Delta flight attendant who went above and beyond the call of duty uh, to help. Make sure that what did they do? Make sure the flight was on time. <laughs> no, hold on. To help a scared child, and the article it was in Inc. Inc. magazine, and uh, it's it was like what happened was a lesson for leaders to help children. You read the article. Zoom in. I want Kevin to see why the child was upset. The flight was delayed so long, the young boy became upset and scared, wondering what was wrong with the plane. Yeah, just like, so I, I, I go to fly. Let me give you my Delta, my, my Delta update. Friday, get into fucking Atlanta. 
4.20. Supposed to leave at 6.30. It's on Concourse E. There's a sushi place up there. So I say, perfect, man. I got two fucking hours. I go up there and have a little sushi. Well, as I go, there's as you go up the E Concourse in, uh, in Atlanta, they've got a board right there that you can look at. Because anytime you pass a board in Atlanta and don't look at it, you're a fucking idiot because they change fucking gates, you know. So I look at it, still E5. But lo and behold, it's now 7.15. By the time I sit down at the restaurant, and I'm literally a three-minute walk to the gate. So I sit down. I see a, 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 a woman that used to work there that got that left that came back, and her, her son was actually making, uh, was making the, the, the sushi. So I just had some sashimi, a couple of rolls, and a glass of red wine. So, and, and some water. So, I mean, and now I'm just watching, and they were, they were showing the Colorado-Colorado State game for some reason. So I just, I'm just watching that, and I'm, I'm just looking at my app. So I said, wow, fuck. I said, let me just go walk down there. I walked down there. It's 6 53, the door is shut, and the plane is there. So I look at the dude. I said, what the fuck? I said, I show him my app. I said, he goes, no, man. He says, I, nothing I can do. So I got to go down. And it's still scheduled for 7.15? Se- 7.50. Oh, 50. No, seven, I'm sorry. 7.30 is when this thing is supposed to. Right, and it's you're there changed. at 6.53. And I, I, and, on top of all of that, so let me just, so I go to the, the, the help thing. There's a line. Fuck that. I walk right to the fucking lady with the red vest on. And I said, what? I said, I, I, she goes, number one. I said, I, I said, I got three million miles plus on this, on this airline. I said, you guys just decide to shut a gate? I said, you I said, why even have an app? She says, you know you're supposed to stay at, you know, be at your gate an hour before the flight leaves. I said, I pull up my next flight. I said, I've got 43 minutes to connect when I come back from Newark. I said, I said, don't, I said, don't be changing the rule. I said, it ain't collect 400, pass, go, and monopoly. You don't just change shit when you go on. I said, I'm not clairvoyant. I have no idea. I said... I'm going by what's on my, my, my app. Luger is on the plane. So now I, I, I immediately, anytime you have any kind of uh, transaction with anybody human in that fucking airport, because they're all there on fucking some kind of work fucking release program. I mean, it just like they're, they're the most fucking miserable bunch of assholes on the planet. I call the, you know, I just call it the, the Delta uh, Diamond Line. Guy puts me on the next flight. I got to wait two more hours. I got to go back up to the fucking bar, sit down. Now I say, fuck it, give me a bottle. So I'm going to just 
drink my fucking wine now, and I'm gonna I'll just I'll get into Newark at fucking one o'clock, and and that's that. So do my signing the next day, and I I go right to the airport, and I I don't know the last time you flew out of Newark. Newark has a a brand new terminal. Oh, that terminal A is beautiful. With fucking bamboo recliners, oh, and I yeah. mean, yeah, it's. When I landed, I'm like, where the, where did this fucking come from? They're gonna do all you, three of them there, but the first yeah. one is done. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they, but they take, they take Delta, American, and United out of that, mm-hmm. out of that, out of A, and. uh What's Biden done? I don't know. A little bit of infrastructure somewhere. Uh, so I, uh, I I get on the plane to come back because I didn't see Lex at the signing, and um, he's sitting uh, in the window seat. And I say I sit next to him for the flight home. So he goes, "Hey, get up!" He said, "He said, he said, where were you?" And I said, "I was up with me and the Dudleys were up uh, up top." He said, I said, where were you guys? And he says, we're at the other end of the mall. So they had a signing with like the, the boys at two ends of the mall, which was. They uh, split everybody up? Yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> so, shit. so uh, Lex goes, when'd you come in? I said, well, I was supposed to be in on that, that 653 or whatever it was. I said, but he goes, I was on that flight. I said, well. I went over there at 6.59, and they had the door shut, and they had pushed it back to 7.30. And he goes, oh, yeah, he goes, we didn't even pull out of the gate till 7.41. Why'd they shut the doors then? <laughs> was, there a, was there a mechanical problem? No, there was no problem whatsoever. Really weird. It's like, it's one thing if, you're, if, you, if you've got weather coming. And they say, man, we need to get this fucker. Like, we're gonna have to cut some minutes off. We if we wait twelve minutes. We're we're not gonna. We're, this fl- flight's not gonna. It's one thing if that's the situation. It's another thing if it's just fucking incompetence. So, I, I go to the signing the next day, and lo and behold, you know, I, I, we're going to some mall at ten o'clock in the morning. And I'm thinking, who the fuck is going to be at a mall in New Jersey at 10 o'clock in the morning? And I round the corner, and I can see my banner, and I've got, like, a couple hundred people in my line. And I'm like, fuck. I said, I'm signing for four hours. I'm getting the fuck out of here. So I sit down, and but it's these are my, I mean, if anybody that's ever been to a signing with me, like the one thing that I cherish is the fucking my fans, especially like up northeast where, like, every other person has your first WWF magazine cover that you were on as Diesel, in a fucking bag, with the pin that they want you to sign it in. You know, it's just like everybody and they're and everybody's telling you a story. I like I ran into you here, da, 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 da. of course you're gonna talk to him, man. It's like fuck, it's it's you're going down memory lane, you're you you got a great fan base up there. Some guy that looks like he got laid off from the Teamsters, about fifty five years old, overweight, fucking walks up and tells my crowd the fucking we need the need to get this going, tells me 
gives me the let's get this fucking thing going. You got the circular finger motion there. Yeah, from you? him. I said, "Who the fuck are you?" He said, "Well, I'm here. For, I'm uh, doing security, and your your lines backing into the end of there where they're they're taking the tickets." I said, "So if fucking James Taylor was fucking on stage, and you fucking logistically set up the fucking lighting system, and he wasn't in the spotlight, what you'd move him?" Very good. I said, "I said, hey, I've been, do me a favor." I said, "Get the fuck away from here." So I look over, I see the promoter. I said, you know, Tommy, come over here. I said, who the fuck is this guy? I said, get him the fuck out of here. I said, if I see him again, I'm done. I already got my money. I said, I'm done. I'm walking. If I see this motherfucker, I said, go send him down the other end of the fucking Put him down at Lex's two miles away. Send this fucking asshole down the end of the, end of the mall. So I'm done with him. Not even 10 minutes later, the guy that's taking tickets in my line is telling people, hey, we need to move this along. And I'm like, Ugh. I said, did you not just hear me scream at this motherfucker? I said, he goes, well, I'm not getting paid. I said, then get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, I don't need you here either, motherfucker. So I'm just, I'm, I'm not picking up my pay. Bubba's next to me laughing his ass off. But I looked over at him. And he looked at me and goes, no, man, dude, you're absolutely right. This is, this is, we're doing a fucking signing for the fans. Not for two fucking guys that have decided that they don't want to spend their Saturday at the mall for free. You know? So, and I looked at the one, I looked at the other guy and I said, listen, I said, I promise you. At 105, there won't be a person in my line. 113, the last person I was signing his thing. And I'm just like, I've been doing this long enough. I, I know. You know how to pace it, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, you can always fucking speed up. But if you speed up at the beginning and don't have, it's just like, because those people that are there at 10 got there at 9. Mm-hmm. And the last thing, you imagine fucking sitting there for fucking an hour waiting to get something signed by somebody that you're a fan of and they fucking come in and shoo you the fuck off? Mm-hmm. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. And then I get to, and I'm the one that gets the skin cancer, not the fucking fat teamster. Right. So. Did, uh, how were, how were, uh, did we get some listeners? Were there some Northeast oh, listeners? Oh, fuck yeah. They all yeah. love the show. All right. See, completely different up northeast. <laughs> Love the show. You got a fucking mobile. Uh, yeah, I don't want to uh, show yours there. At, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Show yours there. Uh, fuck you. <coughs> so, well, so I, I had a, a, a very nice uh, email uh, exchange with our friends at Delta. Uh oh. And, um, Latoya, who I did remember your name, and exactly what time we interacted. And um, so I'm sure that I'm sure that you got a gold star for your fucking uh, on spot fucking performance. Now Latoya was the one who emailed you, or she was the one at the gate who she told the, you that you. No, need she was to... the one that was the fucking red coat. 
Okay. Right. That fucking had the attitude that told, that made up her, her her new set of fucking Delta rules for the week. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> it's always an interesting uh, segment when I think people enjoy the travel portion to see. I, and as much as I do. How the week, <laughs> how the weekend went. Mother how about fuck. coming home? You you all right getting back home? Coming home was... Uh, there was a little flooding up here, as you know, on Friday. Yes. Yeah, so. Which, I mean, had nothing to do with... That wasn't that had nothing to do with the delays at Newark Airport. Do. Okay. No. No, the promoter right. was great. The, the, the guy had drive me, driving me was great. You know, it was nice. It was, it was fantastic to sit for two and a half hours and just catch up with Lex. Lex and I spent Lex and I spent a ton of time together uh, in our lives, and it just was we I had not had a chance to. Catch Is up Lex with someone who I enjoyed my time with Lex, but I did not know him back, you know, when you were working with him. I knew like current Lex, but was there a a, a change? Um, was he um, not as I'll say humble as he is now. Was he not as down to earth as he is now at one time? Because I always heard that narcissist gimmick was born out of reality. I've never had a fucking problem with Lex. I've always thought he was a gem. I don't. I can't go up and down the road with a douchebag. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was. He, he. We laughed. He loved the train. Ate. He, he was one of those guys. Man, it wasn't missing Mills. It was like he was a, a, a perfect person for me to, tra- to travel with. Okay. I mean, then again, I'm, it's not like I'm Mr. Congeniality either. So. No, <laughs> far from it. And it also helps that you're, you know, nine feet tall and like a monster. So I think people tend to uh, behave around you, maybe not as they would around others. But maybe know. you saw something that would have indicated. Well, I mean, he was, I mean, we all have the ability to be a prick, but. It wasn't like you fucking, you know, if you, if you had Lexus body in fucking 1998, it wasn't like when you, you know, went to the gym and looked in the mirror, you didn't go, fuck, man, I'm jacked. <laughs> you know, fuck. I, I, was, I was envious. The motherfucker, man, he could eat fucking ice cream all day long and have abs. Let's, uh, let's. Count them on. Let's see what, well, that's coming up. Let's see what some of our fans said for last week's show. Uh, the Palette Pro says, uh, another great show, and I'm not even halfway through. Thanks again to Kevin, Sean, T, and everyone at Click This for their time and dedication. This is the only thing about Mondays that I look forward to. It's kind of a common cry, I hear. Mike M, 10481, says, you guys should do a special episode just telling chic stories while doing impressions of the chic. The back and forth between you two is just so funny. That's, I guess, hard, to, that's hard to do for like back and forth for that long. I guess there was a stretch last week we had like dueling sheikies. That's, we were yeah, yelling at we, each other as we, the sheik. We were closing. Long. We were closing out. Yeah. So Mike M liked that. I, I, I love anything chic related. I even put them in as the, the, the one of the uh, the um, the clip this week, the uh, the stiff one, because I can't get enough shiki. Uh, Dom Dom said I heard I hear good things about Tommy Fierro. 
That's the guy that was a promoter. He's ah. a, yeah, he's a good guy. I've always heard his name like around the circuit. I don't. I can't yeah, remember if I ever dealt with him. It's the first time I ever worked for him. He was he was great. And he yeah, he's and done he, that shit for a while. And he time. caught me. He caught me like coming in off that fucking Delta experience, and the I mean with the fucking you know Johnny Teamster, and I mean he 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 caught me. Somebody pulled the fire alarm at four o'clock in the morning at the hotel I was at. Where did he put you? At least was it a nice place? Double Tree. Okay. Double Tree over in Newark. Were you able to get a meal? No. Oh, because it was like one, right? You got yeah, it was very like, late. I, I got I got to my room at about two, and they had like a pizza sub. Fuck it, do it right. We'll go over right here. The pizza, could the sub, the whole ma- shit. Can you imagine? You're, I mean, I could. I, and I sat there and I looked. I just said, I haven't eaten a pizza in so long. Oh, I said, if I, just to fucking eat a pizza and drink a couple bites. If I drink it, I'm like, there's no way. I said, that fucking cheese will have me so fucking, and the gluten will have me so bloated tomorrow. Said, That's good, though. You eat it right before you go to sleep. It, like, weighs you down a little. Makes you sink into the mattress just Yeah, that's all I need, more. some more weight to fucking get on some shitty mattress. <laughs> Chaotic says, L-M-A-O. I did the tickets at school, too. Oh, referencing the uh, the gambling slips that we were talking about, the uh, football tickets. I did tickets at my school, too. I had, a, I had a job at a warehouse, and the bookie asked me to bring the tickets to school. I had a kid who put 10 bucks on the 11 picks. That was the only one that you could collect with one loss. Remember that? You could get a 10 for a 10 out of 11 on that one. Good times. Yeah, they were. Stephen Kunz. We have. Hey, this is the National Treasure, Nick Aldis, and I am recommending that you go to SaveWithConrad.com for all your home buying needs. Not only would I recommend Save With Conrad to friends and co-workers, I have many times already. If I know that they're house hunting, my first recommendation to them always is get in touch with Conrad. His team are the real deal, and they will they will be straight up with you and, and do everything they can to, to get you in the house. NMLS number 65084 equal housing lender. Woo! At savewithconrad.com. Did, did you find somebody in there who lost his wife and both of his daughters? Did you see that? Oh, I didn't. I didn't see that. It was this uh, um, YouTube? Yeah, it was on YouTube. I, I I gave him a little bit of an answer because he just asked me. I can find it right it, now. You know, he said it was um, it had been several years, um, but he was just like you know, basically treading water. And um, I told him, I said, dude, I said, you know, it's been a year for me, and it's like Groundhog Day. Like every every day that I wake up, it's it's, it's like starting over. And I can't believe that any any distance would, I mean, to, to lose my entire family. Like, I still have my wife. Yeah. Let me see uh, if I can find him. Steve, if you get it first, uh, throw it up. But um, so what was it like? A, was it a, a car accident or something like that? What was the? Uh, uh, I think it was a car accident. That's horrendous. Yes, I just remember that it's just sometimes when you try to it's 
it's so hard to type uh, feelings, especially on that fucking YouTube. If you start like actually typing, it fucking like you can't see what you're typing. You know what I mean? You ever seen that? Like you, you start, well, it doesn't scroll down. Yeah, with it your doesn't cursor, scroll down. With, yeah, it doesn't stay with it. You can't. You're like ah fuck. You need to get an apple. Yeah, so, so, so you guys, you guys can use our fucking power cords. So, that's all changing now. Um, all right, well, we'll see if we can get him uh, to come up. God, I don't even know what uh, what advice you could give with that. But uh, I was just, I mean, I was, I was just trying to tell him that to just, you know, I w- I, th- I, I think I, Kevin, I think I would. We're going here pretty early, but I. I you know, there was that whole thing with you when you joked about the gun, right? Oh, I've got a gun in my mouth or whatever. And then, you know, the police showed up and it made the news, right? That, you know, suicide yeah. watch kind of thing. I, I mean, right, I have I mean, two I, kids. If ever I lost one, I, right. I have the other and I would need to be strong <coughs> for the other one. If I lost my family, Kevin. You know what, though? You're still, and I, I it's... It, is is as stupid as this sounds. When that lady looked at my was looking at my face three or four weeks ago, and she said, "I don't remember that being there." <coughs> I said, "You know what?" I said, "I don't either." I said, "I was I was wanting you to check that." She said, "Let me do a biopsy and we'll send it off." Well, it came back and it was cancerous. So they set up, uh, and it's there's like. It's, I think a basal cell is what it yes, is. Yes, yeah, that's that's what it's called. My mother had that on her nose and had to have a little reconstruction. Yeah, and it's you know, but it's you know, it's it, it's not really a fast growing cancer, but it's it it kind of it's almost like a planter's wart where it kind of has seeds. Like she couldn't kinda, train either. They told her when they uh, had yeah, reconstructed nose, it's, and they it's, could, it's, she couldn't get plowed from behind. It's common. It's common. But when when this when it goes down and you hear that you have you know you've got cancer and they're going to have to do this procedure, all of a sudden all you want to do is live, mm. and I think that's <clears throat> I think that that's um I don't know if that's just your primal uh, mammal instinctual survival bullshit that's 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 hardwired that you don't realize is there yeah but i know that um i've been you know if 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 death was on the yahtzee game and it was chance i fucking i've used mine fucking way too many times and mm. uh, but i i still know that no matter what um I can. St- I, I still look forward, even just sitting down with Lex and, and having a conversation for two and a half hours and and, and re- reminiscing and laughing and realizing what a blessed life I've had. It's like I, I don't want this to end. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want this to end. So I, I was trying to make that for that for that guy. Like, you know, you have to find something to live for. You know? Yeah. I think, you know, the the Mike Graham uh, 
first, of course, um, Eddie, yeah. and then Mike, and then the son, right? And oh, people, the son, then Mike. The son, then Mike, right? Um, and I, I never, think... I, I never understood that with Mike, because Mike was a friend. Yeah. And I was on my way home, on a flight to Daytona Beach, and I was going to meet him for drinks. That day that he he that he he, he did that. Oh. I was on my way to his hotel. He was down for bike week. And we were going to have drinks. And I went over to the hotel and there was all kind of commotion going on. Holy shit. And I, I, found out it, I found out it was Mike. I think when suicide is in your family, it's much more on the radar as an option than for someone who's never... That, that it's totally foreign to. I had a suicide in my family when I was young, and, and it made a profound impression on me in a very dark way. And uh, I guess I was 83. I was 10, 10 or 11. And, um, and I would be lying if I didn't say at some seemingly impossible times in my life it was on my mind. And I think it's because it had been introduced to me so young as something that I was forced to deal with, as was everybody in my family. Yeah. And so in the Mike Graham, in the Graham situation, um, not coincidence, I think, that three of them, because it's something that's on the table. Because it's something they, they all had to deal with. I don't know. Oh, I think Eddie was, I mean, especially when it's, um, I mean, to me, man, like a, like a handgun is, you know, if you use a handgun or a shotgun or, man, that's just. There's the how do, how do I do it part of it, which right. is. Right. Well, to me, it's a just whole like, other a, thing. you know, yeah, right. I mean, there's. You need a high success rate. You know, you need, you, well, need I mean, yeah. you don't want to fuck this up because then now you're alive, which you didn't want to be, and probably walking around with a hole in your head or your jaw or wherever you do it. So, you know, you got to make the, there's got to be a high degree of proficiency if this is something you got to do. It's got to be a shoe in. Like these bridge jumpers, if they land and they're alive, that's a very uncomfortable seven or eight minutes there that uh, with the broken back and drowning. So I think that's a bad way. The shooting, if you don't I, nail it. You know, I've always wondered, like, is it worse to, be, like, get in a wreck and be on a back road mangled in, in a fucking car and slowly, you know, like that signs when, Mel Gibson, when Gibson's wife is pinned against that tree, and he goes down and sees her, and they can't, they move the tree. They get they basically or move the car. That's the only thing that's keeping her alive. Because everything, yeah, yeah, and you know, that's when he he loses his faith, and you know, and now it's back to the science fiction of the, the alien with his son. And but um, I always I, I wonder. Like what that, 
you know, because all your, your body has all those drugs that it lets go at the end that, mm-hmm. you know, and it's... Does it protect you in some way? Does it release yeah. stuff to keep you from fully experiencing what's happening? And, and, you know, like, did I ever tell did I ever tell the story about the girl that I met at a, at a Comic-Con that had lost her leg? I, no, I, I don't think I know this. Her, her, I want to think her name's Savannah Walsh. She's an actress. She was on the DC. Um, she was like the mayor on the Justice League. I'm sure one of you, I'm sure Steve will probably know who she mm-hmm. is. But um, beautiful, beautiful lady, um, sweetheart. And um, she was. We were signing in Indianapolis together, and she was getting off the uh, the bus, and I could tell she was kind of. I thought she had like a, it almost looked like she had an e brace on, but it was actually a prosthetic leg that she had on with a cowboy boot, and she had a long uh, skirt on. And I, you didn't I do the Mad Dog Vachon, did you? No, I helped her down. Okay. And uh, I just realized, like, you know, like, so I went I went in and I, I, I got her, I got a wheelchair and uh, just kind of helped her around the airport, you know, get through TSA and all that other bullshit so she mm-hmm. didn't have to, you know, use a walker to, to, to get through. And... She told me the story where she was out uh, outside of Austin, like 40 miles at some country fair, and some guy, older man, was driving a pickup truck, had like a a medical uh, stroke or something, and just just railed the the accelerator, and she just looked up, and her son Mm. was there, and she pushed her son out of the way, but it, she it basically pinned her leg. It basically just smashed her leg to the bumper, to the, the truck in front of it. And she went down, I and mean, she was you know, losing blood. And I guess there was somebody there that had some, some medical training and, and the service, and they were able to tourniquet her, and they, they got medevac, and they put her on the, uh, you know, on the, on the, I don't know what that thing's called, the the flat back. That yeah, but it's 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 the one that goes with the helicopter. It's almost like a cage type thing. Okay, right. And um, so you know the sides are open, and she's like in a uh, kind of like a Black Hawk almost, and she's going, and she takes off, and she's you know she's up in the air, and she's. And all of a sudden, you know, she, the guys are working on her over the top of her like this. And all of a sudden, it's just like those guys start to get further and further away. And to her left-hand side, there's this really bright light that hits her. And it's telling her, like, just let go. Like, this is, and she says, it's the warmest, most wonderful thing I've ever felt in my life. And she says, I was I was just gonna let go and she's like, What she said, No. Like I kinda raised my kid. 
Mm. And the minute she made that decision, it was just like, like you know, like a flash, boom, and she was back. And about that time, she looked and she looked out that this other side, out her right hand side, and there was the brick of the hospital, and she was landing on top of the uh, the hospital, and she was on the, on the heliport. Zoomed her in. Next thing she knows, she wakes up, and she comes to, and on one end of her bed's her father, on the other end of her bed's her son. And she's like, wow. Like, because she had no idea. It's like, she didn't know he made it. She didn't know. She just knew she was, mm-hmm. she got, you know, she took it. And, um, you know, her dad, like I said, you, you lost your legs, sweetheart. And she said, she, she said, you know, she says, I didn't give a fuck. Because she had her son. Yeah, she says, I, I, had, I, like, I had my son, I, I, and life would go on. And um, that was one of the first times that, because I had always been, like, when my, when my father died, my mom basically just said, you know, like, that, that next Sunday came, because my dad always took us to church. And that next Sunday came, and my mom was like, fuck this. If there was a God, he would not take your father. We're not wasting time at church. And that was just kind of the way that, you know, that I, I, I perceived that for a very long time. Your siblings at, um, at the time, where are you in the, in the chain? You're in the middle? or In the middle. Right. So your brother's older. Yes. Um, did he, when your father passed, did he have that loss of faith and that... Um, I'm not your mother shepherding that, but where was did he my, with did everything? my brother? Yeah. You know, we're both so young. I don't think that... <clears throat> I think that the worst thing that happened to my brother was my brother was 10 years old, and these assholes that worked with my father, and one of them was a neighbor, like basically like turned around as we're driving to our house to see our, our, our mom in, in all black, you know. And they just looked at my brother and they said, you know, like, you're the man of the house now. Like, they put that fucking load on my brother. At 10. At 10. And it fucked him up. You know, it, it was, he had a heart, you know, it was so, just so fucking unfair. Yeah. So young. I mean, your father was in his 30s, yeah. 36, right? That was- yeah, 36. Insane. Yeah, but I mean, so like that happened, and it's just like, you know, and then T with T happening, it's just like, I have, I've got like a, a, a degree of something, some kind of faith back because there's just too many times, like, they, they fucked up. They they actually on the way on the, coming back from, uh, or going. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Going to Newark. They they had me in what they call 10C, and it's the it's the first first row of Delta Comfort, but the seats is out in the aisle, so I can I could have gotten both my legs straight. And as I'm thinking, like, and I have I haven't flown coaching, but this is actually a seat. Now I know this, the 10C. 
is a seat that that's that's a is if I had to you know fly on a coach I could I could I could probably do two hours in this 10C. And um, this this young young kid walks back and he goes, I don't think anybody's going to be in 1B. Why don't you just take that? And I was just like, oh, fuck, brother. Like, like, I'm just saying to myself, like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And we go to take off and he grabs a microphone. And he says, hi, everybody. We're a Detroit-based uh, crew. I'm Tristan. No. And I went, get the fuck out. I said, of course, I said, of course you are. I said, fuck, man. So he came over to me, he goes, you know, and and T's drink was vodka. He goes, can I get you anything? I said, yeah. I said, vodka tonic with a lime, Tristan. (laughs) I said, were you named after Legends of the Fall? He goes, you know, I was. I said, yep. I said, I pointed to my forearm. I said, this is my Tristan. He's not here anymore. I said, but I said, yeah. I said, same with ours. And so. It happens all the time, right? I, I When we were at dinner, we, we joked about our crazy dinner, but at one point, uh, your wife mentioned when uh, a carpaccio came to the table, unordered, um, we assumed because the kitchen was fearing what was right. happening at our table. But she mentioned, she said, oh, this was T's favorite. So fitting that uh, maybe that would come out when you and I were uh, together for, I don't know if it was the first time since starting the podcast with him, but certainly uh, all of our fans. And it it was Savannah Walsh. Right, yeah, yeah, from, uh, what was the show? Titans? Yeah. Titans, yes. Oh, boy. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You know what? Stephen Kunzer has reached out and would and says uh, wanted to say thank you Kev for the advice on migraine treatment with the salt and water mixture it has helped me on multiple occasions since I listened to the episode I had my wife <laughs> he gave my wife the the concoction before I left today she was like Kev I'm oh God if I had a headache all day I'm like I'm telling you I made the concoction. I made her drink it before I left. Well, it's proven. Uh, certainly the testimonials uh, come in. Hey, on the wrestling front, um, I should note that next week, because of um, a schedule change due to the playoffs, uh, Dynamite and AEW's Dynamite and NXT are going to be up against each other. And uh, the news today was that, um, oh, yeah, this would be tomorrow night, I should say, if you're listening on Monday. I can never get that right. You guys had to do this all the time when you did your promos. and Tonight in Boston. Um, yeah, so, they, were, yeah they, they had about that, that, that much of a convincibility to them. <laughs> so tomorrow, NXT is packing their roster, WWE. 
uh, getting ready to unveil John Cena, Cody Rhodes, Paul Heyman, um, Braun, and Braun, and I think Paul's going to be in, in Braun's. That's corner. right. He's going to be in his corner, right? But I think that I mean AEW. They're on tonight as we're taping, so maybe more is going to happen. But Edge, I think, is the only thing I saw. Um, enticing anyone uh, edge's first match will be uh tomorrow night if you're listening on monday um kevin how the hell does aew compete i mean wwe's the depth of their roster i mean just by throwing a few more people on xt is going to draw what do you do because if you can't do it with your roster what kind of gimmickry can you do to compete if you're AEW? I just don't think... Head to head. I, think that, I just think that you're back in that situation where when I came into the business, you know, where WCW was, was WCW and WWF was WWF. And you, there's not going to be a Monday Night War, you know? But when there was, I'm glad you brought that up because that was my notes to bring up. You guys had, when you had WWE and WCW, the roster was the first part of the war, right? Like people showing up on WCW, you never knew who you were going to see next week, what ex-WWE guy was going to be in the NWO. So at first, it's the roster that is the competition. You don't have that here because... Obviously, the, the, the weight of the WWE roster, it, you can't compare if you're AEW. But then after the initial, in the ratings war days, in the WCW, WWE days, after the rosters are set, now it comes down to booking, writing. Well, the number one thing that, you, that, that we never came close, uh, even during the 83 weeks, and we didn't touch fucking WWE's production. You know, they, they're so good at packages. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like the Peacock thing they did on Cody. You know, it's like they, if they want to get you over, they can, they can make it feel like a 30 for 30 ESPN special. They can they can almost make it feel legit like what what this guy's doing is absolutely fucking legitimate. But what? But they didn't have to though, actually, because no. But I'm just saying they have they they have that sure. ability. You know, it, to me, it's just like AEW is the staple center, and it's it's a new arena. And it's got all the bells and whistles, but all of a sudden, man, like WWE just decides that we're gonna fucking do our shows in the sphere. Like what? <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna do our shows in the sphere now. That's just the way it is. I mean, it's it's always going to be that way. You're never gonna fucking, you know, you're never gonna. Don't especially, ever be a close competitor especially, again. Especially with especially with seventeen people in your in your staff. <laughs> yeah, we went from eight hundred 
what do we have? Eight hundred. We started yeah. with, and then I think it was down to one hundred five by the end of the show with the- some some fucking limited liability holding company in fucking Britain that was doing yacht trading. But so, my point being, can you, uh, can your booking, can your writing, can your matches, can that be enough? I you if know I watched I watched the Wembley show back, uh-huh. and like that was I mean that that's not you know it's like that's nothing to shake that's a that was a a, a, a very I remember the first time they ran the uh, with the, they played the the U.S. Open tennis wise you know it's just like they they they. they You've got to pick, like, you know, like, if I'm AEW, like, I'm, I'm running Red Rock. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm probably going outside of the, and they've got, you know, they've, they've got the Premium League soccer stadium, football, mm-hmm. if, you, if, we, if we may. Um, I, I think that they could, uh, I think... I think what the cons have is is they have um, the crossover of the NFL, of the Premium League. I think that they've got to look at ways that they can take the product and maybe maybe make it more global. Using some of the other assets. Yes. Don't cut it off from the other things that they own. No, because if 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 it's just... I mean, it's. You'll notice that the WWE has gotten away a lot from the picture in a picture. Oh, in the presentation. Yeah, yeah. they've gotten away from from a lot of that, and I I think that uh, people have realized, especially since I pointed out every time I get a chance that nothing happens during the picture in a picture, which means you're DVR and it fucking just go right to the front, go right through the commercial. <laughs> yeah, go to the full screen. <clears throat> um, it's like FX. You just look for the mature. Yeah, you look for the M. Just there's the M. Okay, I can watch that. Be a good show. I'm, I'm through the commercials. So well, I don't know. I mean, it's just um, I pray. I pray that Edge doesn't get hurt. Well, of course. Yeah. You know, I pray that. You know, I mean, I, I, I just, you know, it's. Um, But he's a great addition. And, you know, one of the things that, like, their style is so different than the WWE style. Like, it's it's kind of more of an indie-rific kind of a, but... So should they be content to stay there, then? Why no, are we going to try to be the major think, leagues? I think, I think that by, by bringing in somebody like by bringing in somebody like Edge, I mean, and, and uh, he has always worked like a very main event style, like a WWE. He's been he's been on top of the WWE a long time. He, I think you put him with some of that them younger guys and stop the fucking, you know, stop some of the bad habits that the other guys have. Mm-hmm. And use a little bit more psychology and a little bit better storytelling. 
We'll see. It'd be interesting to see. What I really liked like some of the things they did when they had the wins and losses records. Uh huh. Like I thought that was, but I always thought that even though they have wins and losses, do you remember like back in the day when did you ever read Ring Magazine? The, the it boxing, was boxing mag- magazine. Yeah. And they would always have, you know, like uh, heavyweights. And they'd have, you know, the WBC and the W, you know, they'd have the champions, and then they'd have the top 10 qualifiers. The ranks underneath. Right. So, like, PWI used to do that too. Yeah. Yeah. But they were always used, like, they would be most hated and, you know, most. Well, they they would rank by territory. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I mean, okay, to, but to do that, to, to, kind me, of... to, to me, to do that instead of what, instead of just having Kingston versus Jericho, it's the four versus five or the four versus nine, and it's like it's to move. Like if you make everything about moving up, make make it significant. Where it's just not a water cooler fucking or, or a coffee pot match, where it's just these two guys bump into each other and it's it's just booked for tonight. So, but, so the angle is the athletic competition or placement within treating it a little more like sport and a right. little less like then, drama, it, like it, a soap opera. Because you've got so many fucking. It's not like they don't have talent at AEW. They've just got so many fucking people. That get so little time that when they do come out, you have no idea who the fuck they are. Right. You know? Well, it'll be interesting to see. Interesting to see how they do it. I, I, I like having the second or, or three, however many federations um, can stay in the game because it makes it interesting again. I mean, I think Alex Shelley being the champion for Impact is huge. Yeah, we can't leave Impact out of this. Also, no, I think that he, I think he brings I think Sabins. I mean, they have some, and they have some, some, some good. I've watched some really good televised matches off off that program. So it's just like you know, but their problem is always going to be that they're. They need to. I thought there was kind of something there with the um, the, the uh, NWA that kind of going back to like almost like a, that old school NWA mm-hmm. where it's that Lance Russell kind of feel and you know I thought there was something there. I don't think it. I, I thought it worked pretty pretty well when. Uh, when they had, I mean, I, I thought it, it was it was different. It, it gave it, but at the same time, you know, they just neither Impact nor uh, NWA can hold um, enough high high end talent. Of course, you know, right. That's always going to be a problem. They're going to move up. Yeah, it's like trying to run that. It's like you know, I, I, I was. It's, well, you know, look at. Uh, the uh, XFL and the US, USFL, they're exactly. merging. You know, it's just like, you know, they're going to merge. Because nobody, like, how exciting is it to have an eight-team eight football league? 
You know how exciting it is. It's it's as exciting as getting a good, clean shave without the mess of pulling out your blade and your shaving cream. Kevin, we're brought to you today by Manscaped, who is taking a, who is taking a step up from the Balloween to bring your face the cleanest shave it's ever seen. So this season, no need to toil in trouble. Manscaped, all new handyman is the best way to get rid of that stubble featuring a compact design and next gen skin safe technology with the handyman okay the handyman was designed to give you that smooth finish without the mess of the traditional shave get the sweetest treat this halloween by going to manscaped.com using code kliq click for 20 percent off plus free shipping are you tired of a bad razor making your neck look like a scary movie with the Handyman's Skin Safe technology, uh, you will reduce nicks, cuts, finally feel confident when going in for that close shave. It's for wet or dry use. Feel free to bring this anywhere and everywhere. The compact design and airplane friendliness make this the perfect travel tool for being on the go and being able to shave up to three days' growth without the mess of the wet shave. It's priceless. And for my wolf man with a little more scruff, Maybe someone I host the show with, Manscaped's Beard Hedger Pro Kit, which Kevin has. Uh, it has everything you need to tame the mane. Uh, the cordless trimmer has that rotary wheel, gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard. Go to manscaped.com, get your 20% off and free shipping with the code KLIQ at manscaped.com. That's 20% off uh, and free shipping. How can you beat that? Manscaped.com. Use the code KLIQ for a look as sweet as candy. Get yourself the handyman from Manscaped. Thank you to our friends at Manscaped. I had to kind of go. I had to get the uh, the nose today, but I had to kind of get in here and, and and try to. They butchered me up pretty good when when they. Cut me, so I had oh, to Oh, the procedure, yeah. <clears throat> so I had to kind of try to even it, so it kind of looked from this way, it kind of looked even. So I had to, but I didn't mess with my neck or anything today. I said, yeah, fuck it. I saw in the news also that um, Brian Pillman Jr. He signed with that NXT WWE, yes. Yeah. So uh, what do you know about Pillman Jr.? Uh, I mean, I was, I was really, I was friends with his father mm -hmm. we ran up and down the road together um he's a good talent he was on uh the guitar show with us i think he wrestled uh enzo yeah, him and enzo had him and enzo had a hell of a match mm -hmm. i don't understand why enzo can't get hired someplace enzo more mm -hmm. i'm really surprised that he can't get hired someplace I know he, you know, at the beginning he got some shit, but uh, make some calls. You, Kevin Nash, crazy. Oh, this I, this is what I love. So I'm going through the uh, like the different wrestling things, and they what how we talked about uh, you know Paul's divorce thing, and they they. they but they 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 put it in their own uh, jargon where 
it's like Paul's like, when, when I said it, I meant it as Paul is pissed off that they would fucking, like, how dare they think I'm fucking, you know, my, my life's falling apart. I'm at my fucking girl's. Not like, oh, fuck. I've been, I've been dragged to this, my, my daughter's, like. Oh, you, you think that that was. I, that's how I took it when I read it back. It was like, it was almost like they were, they were, because they can't just let, you can't just let the man have his fucking life. So you got to get one more fucking, you got to poke him one more fucking time. Like, oh, well, yeah, he was forced, wasn't forced to go anywhere. No, I think that's just bad reporting. It didn't sound that it, way at all. It, it, it's very bad reporting. It's like, man, I, I, I know how much he loves his girls. It's just like, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, look at these sources. What What is that, Pink Villa? What the uh, hell is that? Look at the fucking. Am I supposed to know this? Look at the, uh. Look at the pictures they use in me. You couldn't find anything last week from '96. Yeah. So it was carried. I didn't even realize it was carried in the. Oh fuck you. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's gonna happen no matter what, right? Everything gets twisted when you're in the public eye. You're subject to interpretation all over the place. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I have one episode of Wrestlers left, by the way. I, I wanted to to mention. I uh, I couldn't plow the one through from, it. the one from Netflix. Netflix, yeah. What'd I you could, think of it? I couldn't plow through. You know what? I initially I was like, okay, this is they're not going to show me anything, but I stayed with it, and I kind of got into the kids that were that were working there, which obviously was the the point of right. the whole thing. The uh, the owners coming in and that's a little played out and tired, but uh, but the, but the end of this last episode, Kevin, when Al agrees to go in there, and it's perfectly laid out. Obviously, they knew right where every episode was going to go. Al finally agrees he's going to get in the ring. The fucking training segment that they played at the end of this episode with Al Snow, I thought it was like a mashup of Rocky. Clash of the Titans and maybe Grizzly Adams or something with this, the, with his growth. The what, shot, the the blue lighting. He's oiled like a gay porn star. He's got the big clubs. Oh, the, yeah, and the the, the 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 production. There was no way that workout was happening for anything other than these shots. And rising from the fucking ashes is Al Zeus Snow. 
like the Phoenix, I couldn't believe I popped up like this is unbelievable. The music gets all serious and triumphant, like you know, and knowing Al, I'm give you. But the thing is, man, I mean, that's that's what you get. Mm. And what is that? That's just production. That's, that's just production. That's, that's BBC that production, man. That's production. So it was very funny. So I'm about to get into the the last episode. The mom and daughter thing I thought was well played, uh, drawing on some of their strife from their real life, bringing yeah. it into the ring. Maybe you know uh, some extra, some extra uh, punch behind uh, some of the shots going on in the ring. Maybe maybe leading you to think that. And her thing with the boyfriend, she's the one who's very like. Uh, uh, aggressive type A. How about the shots they make of when he's just sitting in his fucking shit box? That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like they've made him out. To, he might be the nicest, hardworking guy. Uh, they made him out to be like the freeloading, lazy, yeah. and she's got all this uh, determination and energy, he's, and she's going like, to make he's, it. He's like Rich, what's uh, white boy, white white boy Rick, <laughs> the 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 coke dealer. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and she's I, there's one shot in particular, which is like the microcosm of their relationship. She's wrapping up all this merch, right? She's do, putting stickers with the sizes, marking them all up, putting the different shirts that she's selling in the thing. And he's sitting there going, I don't think I'm going to sell any merch. I hate standing there talking to people. And she's like getting all her shit together. And it's like, okay, so that's that's their story there. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, I, I got hooked a little bit on the... Uh, on the talent uh, aspect of it. I I enjoyed it. So we'll see what happens in the big finale when when Gladiator Al uh, takes to the ring. I wonder if they'll shoot the match from in the ring with a lot of uh, production in slow motion like Rocky IV. Who knows? In the ultimate irony today, Kevin? All right, it's time to talk about game time once again, Kev. It's football season, it's hockey season, it's basketball season, it's concerts all over the place. Still they, got baseball playoffs. Still got baseball. We're this in the playoffs. They, all four. This is time to download the game time app. You can't get your Taylor Swift tickets, you can maybe catch your Chiefs game. Yeah, yeah suddenly she's <laughs> taken over the NFL headlines. But, um, yeah, God okay. bless her. Put that Game Time app on your phone. Redeem code K L I Q. Okay, code click, and you're going to get twenty dollars off your first purchase. What is Game Time? What are you living under a rock? What's Game Time? Game Time. If you're using it on your computer, go to GameTime.co, or just put it on your phone like I did. Okay, it is the place to go to buy tickets to your favorite events in your area. Fast, easy. Um, it's the way to do it. Sports, music, comedy, theater, um, killer deals on last-minute tickets, and they have their best price guarantee. So you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting excited to attend these events. They specialize in that last-minute ticket, and the, their mapping system, their graphics are tremendous. Now, here is you 2 at the Sphere. We're looking at this live right here. And um, you can see all of the areas. You can look at the map view. And all those little icons are tickets, ticket prices, right? And you just click on the ticket price in the section that you want, right? Just like Steve's doing right there. Let's say we want to be in the 200s in that in that second area it's there. It's crazy that the, 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 the farthest away are the highest dollar seats. 
Well, that's sphere. I, I don't because you get the you that. get the whole sphere. Exactly, you get the whole experience. It's kind of yeah. the opposite uh, mentality of a regular uh, it's venue. It's a thousand thirty-seven up at the. Uh... And meanwhile, front row, you're getting for under five hundred bucks, right? It's like the yeah. that opposite effect. But anyway, what you're looking at now is what you can look at for any of the arenas or stadiums um, that you bring up. Okay, most of them have a seat view function where you click the seat and the dollar amount that's available and you could see the view from that seat to the field or the stage whatever you're looking at guys i've used it i got bruce tickets in jersey morning of the show i was 19 rows back from the stage unbelievable guys download the game time app right now create an account use code click k-l-i-q get 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create that account redeem code k-l-i-q for 20 dollars off Download Game Time now. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thank you, Game Time, for rocking and rolling with Click This. For Kevin How is that going to work out for AEW? Now that they got Sting and Edge, is YouTube going <clears> to <throat> have some some problems at the sphere? Right. Well, <laughs> seeing seeing Sting and and the Edge uh, together, of course problem thank thank god bono uh hasn't come over yet but you never know i mean they're gonna need right. to stack the card tomorrow night so yeah you may get that uh that's, that's really that's a that's a great uh game time's one of my favorite that's i just dig that i love it i love and, the and, mechanics and, and, and especially because i was gonna ask i didn't know that, that that steve was gonna have the spear ready i was gonna say pull up the spear yep because i was thinking like you know like what what and it was weird because when you when you saw it on uh, on YouTube, uh, not on YouTube, but uh, Instagram, it's it's weird when you look from the stage back because it's everything's bordered on. It looks like almost a speedway um, grandstand, like you know with the seating. Oh, it, oh, I see. I mean, right, right. It, it yeah. looks like you know, it looks like you know, it looks like uh, a section of Daytona because it's it's circular and it doesn't. Uh, it's kind of weird. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's got the. It looks like the stands with the, the arch yeah. kind of thing at the top. Um, I came across a story that talked about how we've seized a ton of Iranian weapons, which is what we're now going to give to Ukraine. So apparently, uh, I'm going to get the numbers right here. It's um, 3,000 assault rifles, uh, 23 anti-tank guided missiles, um, 1.6 million rounds of ammunition. Um, this was uh, being shipped um, against international law, um, I think, to, uh, to Yemen, violation of the uh, United Nations uh, Security Council resolution. Um, so we got them all, the Navy seized them, and we're sending them to the Ukraine. Now, here's the ultimate irony. Where did Iran get all their weapons from? Russia! So what's old is new again. So back in the recycling, um, the Russian weapons that were sent to uh, Iran that we picked up on the sea are now going to be given to uh, to the Ukraine. Yeah, but the, you know, when you listen about the, the the war that's going on over there, it's like fucking. It's like World War One trench warfare. I mean, it's just oh, man, the type of bad. battle. Yeah, yeah that's a br- 
Somebody, you know, when they on that on that thing on YouTube, somebody somebody wrote, uh, "Listen to Nash talk about the Ukraine war. It was just absolute cringe." And I'm thinking, so, and I'm thinking about that episode. I'm like, was it the fact that I said that the, the 25, uh, the $25 billion was like 5% of our, our defense, like, might, might as well spend it now, you know, instead of putting, you know. And I'm just thinking, like, who came up with the term cringe? Is it cringe for you because you don't fucking get it? Is it cringe because we disagree? Like, what is the, the what is the the whole like? Just cringe is, is is like I'm too much of a bitch to put like my actual thoughts out there where you can fuck. So I, I because but you know. No, it's, I think you, you hit the nail on the head when you said disagreement. It's somebody who doesn't agree with you, so therefore your take uh, makes them cringe. It's a very, it's a very uh, millennial term, a very, very uh, 20-something or 30-something term. I guarantee I if I kick your fucking door in and beat you and smack you around for about a half hour. The cringe would disappear. Well, you might cringe more. Or, or I, I might find that outright I might, pain. I might, I might find your fucking yelping like a bitch cringy. Um, there's been, there's always been talk about the uh, the U.S. dollar, right, internationally, and uh, the BRICS alliance, which uh, BRIC, that's of course Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. Um, there's always talk about breaking away from the reliance on the the dollar, right? And so you came across something that you sent me today. I just, yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. About the um, the the gold holdings nationally by by <coughs> governments and. Uh, when they talk about an alternate currency, like the BRICS folk, uh, they talk about putting it on the gold standard, okay, which we've been off of for years. But they, they're going to secure their money against gold, right? So um, th- there was one article I read today where they talked about, oh, you know, uh, the amount that some of these countries are buying up in gold bars. And then you sent me the number that we're sitting on right now. <laughs> And it is what was it again? Forty-eight, uh, and I found a I found a value for it also too here. So the United States, we've got like eight point four fucking. I'm gonna find this. I got it right here. I got the exact number. So as we're supposed to be quivering in fear that the dollar, yeah. on its way out. So it's it is eight thousand one hundred thirty-three metric tons. Are in the American Gold Reserve, which in present value amounts to four hundred and eighty billion dollars. Nobody comes close to that in no. the world. And this this could never happen anyway. Gold aside, because all right, let's say there's this international currency that India and Russia and China, all these countries that are going to play well together, come up with. You have to have international governance 
over a currency, you have to have a world bank. Who's running that? Putin? No, they, 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 they're going to use the, uh, the semblance of the one that Gaddafi tried to put together when he was going to back the dinar with, uh, and he ended up being sodomized to death in the back of a pickup truck. Muammar Gaddafi. So. Yeah. So I don't think, uh, I don't think there's any uh, chance of the delegitimization de- de- globally of the dollar. It's, well, then they said they, they added on, on that thing that, like, uh, and then they added the rest of them, you know, like Saudi. Like, 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 there was like eleven other eleven others that would buy yeah, into that would the buy logic. into this, and yeah. they still don't have they, they still don't have anywhere near what we have. No, do you imagine all them? Tra- it's, it, that would be like the pro wrestling USA experiment when all the other companies got together in '85 and tried to run against Vince. That that lasted a few minutes, having all those promoters in the same room trying to get along and not uh, serve each other's individual needs. So uh, I don't think that's going to happen. But you know what is going to happen for millions of American men? Not even American men. We're heard globally, men all over the world. I think you can get it all over the world. I'm not sure, but you should be able to. And that's the Blue Chew service Mm. that sponsor our stiff one every week. Um, Guys, remember the days? We we, we, we may need to make a... Uh, airdrop down to the villages now that they're oh now that their bootleg boner man's gone. That's it. There's there's going to be a a market down there for sure. Eighteen hundred of those pills gone. They should. They just need to get on BlueChew.com. This is the unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. Take them anytime, day or night. Plan ahead. Be ready when the opportunity arises. The process is so simple, guys. This is amazing. Just sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you get the prescription within days. It's shipped to you. It's discreet. No trips to the doctor's office or awkward conversations. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped directly to your door in the discreet packaging I have mentioned. They're just here to help you have better sex, guys. So discover your options at bluechew.com. Choose what kind of tablets you want, which ones are right for you. There's a little write-up about how each one works, uh, the amount of time each one's active in your system. And uh, we have a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo code NASH at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code NASH, N-A-S-H, to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the stiff one of the week. I'm just such a Sheiky fan. I read that guy's comment this week, and I was, and there's always plenty of Sheiky stuff. Here's another promo for, I guess, an event uh, in the 80s that was coming up around Thanksgiving time, the turkey tournament or some shit like that, and there's a live turkey for the promo. And you could either watch the turkey get manhandled, you could watch Sheik. I enjoy watching Mean Gene always during these things when he can't hold it together. Um, so let's go. Let's watch uh, Sheiky's here, Sheiky here in the uh, turkey tournament gimmick. Meeting Nikolai Volkov, the Russian. Come on. Come. I beg your pardon? Uh, listen, uh, Jim. Uh, yes, uh, Iron Sheik, the great 1984 turkey tournament, 
You're going to be part of it. You know, I really don't care about that stupid idiot turkey tournament. He reminds me look like Hulk Hogan. Look at his head. Look at him. Now, that redneck stays down. I'm not interested in that <coughs> idiot. That idiot turkey tournament. Big potato the turkey. <laughs> Bobby with the best line, you potato to turkey. God, I would love to have been in the room for those fucking... I know they were all day long and they were horrendous to do. But just when they had those few minutes of levity when somebody would break up the room. I saw one the other day. Was He was... Gene was cussing at everybody. He just went off. I just went off. Just. <clears throat> I love it. I love some Gene. Love some Chic. All right, Florida man or Jersey guy, Kevin. This is the time when you get to flex your uh, uncanny skills, might I say, at being able to identify um, which story might have taken place in New Jersey and which might have taken place in your state of Florida. Okay, here are the two headlines, both real headlines. First one, man crashes vehicle into police station while blasting Guns N' Roses. And the video of that we have surveillance video of this, and it's absolutely unbelievable. It's the most metal moment in the world, but I can't show it yet because it would give away the the end, the uh, the state, and uh, also the uh, second headline: nearly naked man breaks into school, smears feces and cake frosting everywhere. So a man crashes vehicle into police station while blasting Guns N' Roses. <clears throat> Nearly naked man breaks into school, smears feces, and cake frosting everywhere. Kevin thinking, getting the colostrum. There's, not, there, there's nothing um, in either of those that's a giveaway. So you're going to go to your... Hold on. So I'm, I'm going to go to the fact that um, you said that the first one, that we showed it, I'd know where it was. It means it must mean there's a palm tree in it. So I'm going to say that the crash with the car is Florida and the feces frosting was New Jersey. No, it was opposite. But <laughs> it, it would have just given it away because of the because of the news coverage. But uh, you, you have to see this video. Put this video up. The, there was the, no, I mean, there was no way that there, I mean this this could happen anywhere. This guy is, here it comes. Now, him getting out of the car. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's the most metal thing he is. He has thrown his hands up triumphantly, but then kind of turned it into a, a submission. Putting his hands up. Yeah, you're just under arrest at that point. There's absolutely no reason to argue let me get his name let's give him some credit uh, proper credit we don't want to drive through anything let's just say i don't mean credit in a positive way but um the uh it was playing welcome to the jungle by the way if you were uh, if you were wondering uh liberty township new jersey uh john hargreaves gets out of the car with his hands up maybe it was maybe he was he was putting his hands i thought it was like a metal kind of he faces like he faces the, the charge of terrorism which is life in prison yes maximum sentence of life in prison by uh, um, attacking an institution like a, a police station a uh, 
I think that the government building. I think what they ended up doing is they 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 they, they put him in a, in a holding tank for five years, then made him go back and watch Guns N' Roses now. <laughs> Listen to Axl Rose now. <laughs> and he said, "Can I? Can I? Can I? Can you please just give me the death sentence?" Uh, and uh, a little a uh, little Florida cake making went on in uh, Seminole County. Uh, when, uh, our friend, uh, Christian Dominic Shea jumped a fence, uh, at 2 a.m. into the Bear Lake Elementary School and thought that a little, uh, a little vanilla frosting and feces was what the, uh, the building needed. And they're always naked. Like, I don't get that part of it either. Like the... It's just a lot easier to grab your shit that way. Right. To, to access it. Right. Yeah. You don't have to deal with the underwear and all that. I guess... You're so practical. He might have started with the diaper, got the accumulation, and then went in, found a good spot to right. kind of. I, I, I would I would imagine this guy almost mixing the uh, feces with the uh, with the the frosting in the diaper, and then using the diaper kind of as as like a, as a like a, a rag almost to to get like a swirl like yeah. when you get the vanilla and chocolate swirl almost, you almost get kind cream. of a might might think that some uh, some very talented uh, Latin American uh, stucco crew might have gotten in there right a little uh, a little throw them off. off. This is making me hungry, Kevin. And with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep skip trips to the grocery store man count on hello fresh to make home cooking easy fun and affordable that's why it's america's number one meal kit and god knows there's plenty of them but you're dealing with the number one meal kit in america when you deal with hello fresh um you know you could also turn to hello fresh market for yummy add-ons it's not just the the meals uh, there's some uh, limited time fall flavors, feast on desserts like the apple cider cake, caramel sauce on there, or uh, please a crowd with appetizers like barbecue pulled pork nachos. Don't forget the mini pumpkin cheesecake. Perfect for a me time treat. HelloFresh does all the shopping and meal planning for you, okay? Ingredients arrive at your doorstep, pre-portioned, ready to cook, along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. This is my favorite thing. It is absolute idiot-proof. I can cook anything on the HelloFresh slate because of the way this is portioned, laid out. You have the pictures. They even tell you while one thing is cooking, go prepare the other thing. They've got it all laid out. They've, they've thought ahead. And uh, so that someone like me, when I stand in the kitchen and do my HelloFresh, within a half hour, I have the meal banged out. It's unbelievable. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50click and use the code 50click for 50% off plus free shipping. Okay. You guys, uh, it's America's number one meal kit and you're going to find out why. HelloFresh.com slash 50. Hashtag Ask Nash. That's how you can get Kevin to answer your question or come here, show up. As part of ClickThisTV.com, you get to be part of the monthly shows and ask people questions that are hanging out with Kev on Nash and Friends, like RJ City did this month, like Vince Russo has done before, like RVD did before that. And um, and you get to be here at the live tapings and ask questions, too. On the Run Sleeping has asked, during your time as a bouncer, 
What was the worst fight or beating you've seen, handed out, or received? Uh, was working um, on a Saturday night, and I was work. I was working solo Saturday, and then was going to join uh, the crew of three for for Saturday night because we worked four on Saturday night. And a bunch of Marines came in, and they started throwing quarters at the girls. And I had to, you know, I was there by myself, mm. and I had to take them out. I had to take them out, you know, tell them to go outside. And it just so happened that one of the night guys was was getting dressed, and he heard on on the uh, headset that they that they were getting rowdy. He was a, his name was Cam. He was about six six, about three thirty. He was a bounty hunter, and we every everyone we hit, we dropped. But man, I they they I got a couple of shots. I took a shot in the ribs from somebody. I don't know if it was a leg, you know, fit mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah, we we came back in, and I mean, we had blood all over us, and. That was back in the good old days when you could pound the fuck out of somebody and call the cops and, you know, just hold them there and then you know, put them in a minute. Just press charges. Yeah. You know? But uh, that was one of the worst. Fernum Schneewitz. Uh-oh. Our friend. My brother, Did you guys meet my, my up in Jersey? Neighbor, my brother's neighbor. Did you guys meet up in Jersey? If so, what did Sean eat? Right here. Right here. It's all coming off, brother. No, we didn't have time. Kevin had a flight delayed till four in the morning, and then he was uh, he was out the door as soon as the uh, the teamster got, got home shuffled his line through I, the. Uh... I got home at ten thirty six the next day, though. <laughs> exactly. Survivor forty six is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Jack Panaccio, pa- I'm sorry, Pinocchio, I'm going to say. Jack, Jack Pinocchio. Sorry, Jack. Um, idea for Florida man or Jersey guy. You tell the true story of a Jersey person and the true story of a Florida person. Kevin has to guess if it's a man or a woman. He's getting too good at the game. Ha ha. That might be interesting. Would the activities be indicative of a gender? Nowadays, we'd have to say no, right? Because the gender might have been chosen right before the activity. I, I, it's, I mean, this one today was, it could have been, it could, could have won either way. Well, but as, as a lot of them can, you find yeah. these interesting threads that I don't think about sometimes. No, I mean, but... it's just, you know, I was thinking when you said that, when you said what you said, I wouldn't have known that was Jersey had I just watched the clip. I thought the clip was the giveaway, so I thought, well, there's got to be a palm tree in the clip. See, I see the guy wildly smearing feces and and cake uh, batter uh, and icing. I see that as a very Florida thing. 
See, I see it as somebody that, that's started some kind of diet injection that's just fucking just pissed off at food in general. I can't have too. I can't have frosting, but you can eat my shit and frosting. <laughs> what do we have in the audience here? I know somebody's got a question. Damn it, Tyler Blair. Kev, any thoughts on HBK saying he'd welcome the chance to work with Punk in NXT? Nothing. 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 No thoughts. God bless him. Anyone else have a question? Sometimes no answer is the answer, as you know. Um, Heading eight. Has Kev or Sean seen anything on the upcoming The Claw movie about the Von Erichs? MJF is in it, as is Zac Efron. uh, And the guy from The Bear, Jeremy Allen White. I don't. I don't know anything about this. Interesting, though. I'll look into it. Hope it's being handled tastefully. Not a fun story, the Von Erich story. Uh, what else we got here? Anyone? Heading out again. Has Kevin Sean ever seen The Bear? It's a great show on Hulu about loss, addiction, and family. Now, this is this is the one with the guy from um uh oh brother, the series I did like in Chicago. Why can't I think of anything? Is it just because I've been up for 17 hours, for Christ's sake? Um, shameless is what I'm trying to say. Um, I do forget the actor's name, but I believe he plays the uh, the, the cook. It's about cooks in a... Uh, in a Lip, Lip was the character's name, yeah, in, uh, in Shameless. He's very good. I did watch the first episode. Um, I guess it was all right. Yeah, I, I guess it didn't get me hooked, though, right? Because if you watch one. <coughs> I don't have Hulu. Yeah. Uh, there's a scene where where Al Snow is is filmed uh, greased, standing in green light with smoke emanating from behind him as he wields uh, a, a large Thor-like hammer and begins to pound it. That was my far- favorite part of the training. He's banging a Thor hammer uh, on a mat. Um. I think that's in uh, the second episode of The Bear. All right, let's see. Dan Updike, he's got some stuff to say. Has Kev ever been invited to the Syracuse Nationals Classic Car Show? We had Mick Foley this year, and I know uh, PTA Appearances represents both of them. I emailed Primetime about it, but I never heard back. We need Kev in the 315 in 2024. I I didn't hear about it. Is that something you do? You're into cars. I love cars. Reach out again, Dan. I think this show will be enough uh, enough exposure to get uh, prime time to make that booking happen. Linus Knight sent a picture. Where the F did the Nash interview, the one with his neon green gun shirt, um, disappear? Uh, was it WCW history? I, I know he did guest booker too. This was, in fact, uh, the guest booker edition that you did, um, where you had the lime green shirt. And if you go to Best of the KC Vault, our subscription channel on YouTube, and sign up, 
only $14.99 a month, you get access to the library, and you can watch Kevin's guns in the green shirt. I wonder why I cut my hair so short. I had to, it died, had to have dyed my hair. It's very short, right? It kind of looks like the left testicle of a horse, uh, in a way. The, the, I, was uh, thinking, I was thinking more of an Aryan look, but you know, it depends on what you're... It, where, where your mind goes, where, where you where you're where you're at, um, yeah. So that was a uh, yeah, that was guest booker right there. Guest booker number twenty was Kevin Nash. Uh, Timeline WCW number nine was Nash. Uh, Breaking kayfabe number nine was also Nash, and Timeline eleven was Nash. You shoot twenty one was Nash. So it's like looking at the garage days before we were on stage yeah, here at Madison man. Square Garden together, man. It's our uh, our garage days revisited. Before we were at the sphere. Uh, how about how about someone closing us out from the house here? Let's get let's get some. Uh... Could you imagine if the Beatles would have played the sphere? Imagine if the Beatles played anywhere today. That would be. Yeah, but just the sphere, man. You could like put like, you could put the "Let It Be." Oh, just how much you could do with the, oh god with the rooftop in the background as they actually p- covered the tunes. We we'll put this together through. We're, we're gonna make it happen. Yeah, we're, we're gonna make this with AI. We're doing this. David Van Bogelen, I saw you there, pal. What do you got? <clears throat> uh, Twenty-seven years later, we have an arrest in the Tupac murder. Have you guys been keeping tabs on this, and what are your thoughts so far? Yes, I did see I haven't. I, I, there was something that was going to be on Lester Holt tonight at 6.30 that I saw. Was, it, was the, it was the lead-in off our local news, and uh, but I had to come down here, so I'll... I'll but I yeah, supposedly, this guy has been on the radar, uh, gave a statement I mean, he, long he, ago that he was a witness. He was in the car. Yeah, he was like, yeah, it was some good good police work in Las Vegas. I don't know. I, I can't understand how that goes on. Well, maybe there's more to the story. I don't want to. Maybe there's more to the story. We'll see. I do want to see about it, though. And I, I think it stemmed from a fight earlier, like with... It was really that, that beatdown. That yeah. beatdown in the middle of the, yeah. Jesus. Really? Unbelievable. All right. Anyone else in the house? We could wrap this up. What do we got? I want to say, uh, Brandon Douglas. How do you think Brian Pillman Jr. will do an XT under Sean's guidance and with the way WWE loves to use second generation talent? Any great memories of his dad? You said you did ride with him. Yeah. With Brian and. I think he's the. I think he's got that. I think Sean would do well with him, right? With like body type and if he uh, can put if he can put CM Punk aside for a minute and give Brian Pillman Jr. a little of his time. <laughs> Touche. We'll see what happens. Um, WWE XD. That's Brit. Wait, I have a question. Kev, have you ever tried shrooms? If so, what was your experience like? Why do you ask, Brit? I have tried shrooms on occasion, more than, I'd probably say 25, 30 times. This is all coming back now. Like, it, like you know, the, the, the Suburban Housewives are microdosing the... Uh, well, they're saying that, that micro, microdosing uh, shrooms is one of the best ways to get people uh, off alcohol abuse. 
She says, because I'm high right now. Okay, that's why she's asking. Well, I'm glad you spent your night with us. Is that picture doing anything to you behind Kev? <laughs> Reaching out, patting you on the head? Click This is a production of Butch and Sundance Media, produced in association with Podcast Heat, created by Tristan Nash, Kevin Nash, and Sean Oliver. Produced by Steve Kaufman, graphic by Dominic D'Angelo, title sequence and audio edit by Wesley Burleson, theme song by Dale Oliver. Technical research by Tristan Nash, copyright 2023, Butch and Sundance Media. Hey, Kev, want to take some shrooms and do another one? Only if Christian will drop me on my fucking bean on some steel steps. Never answers the